This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Invest Talk. This is a new series by The Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. At Invest Talk, we talk money matters and all things related to investing. We want to give you that extra edge in managing your hard earned money. I'm Lee Su Shen. And I'm Ven Srinivasan. Both of us are associate editors at The Straits Times. Now, in this first episode, recorded in June 2022, we will look at the triple threats of inflation, higher interest rates, and recession. The last time we had inflation at such levels was in the 1970s, and the Fed chairman then, Paul Volcker, raised rates to tame price rises. There is a fear that history will repeat itself as the current Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, tackles increasing prices with higher interest rates. The Fed has now raised rates from near zero by 50 to 75 basis points and is set to raise rates by possibly a further 50 basis points in June and again in September. There are also questions raised about how effective interest rate hikes can be in taming inflation, which is primarily due to supply-side constraints. Nevertheless, all this has raised concerns about higher borrowing costs for companies, crippling their growth and potentially leading to a recession. 2022 is certainly turning out to be an eventful year investment-wise, and we are here to discuss what investors can do about it. So Ven, first, can we quickly explain how Singapore got into this inflationary position? And with the Fed raising rates, how effective is this going to be in combating inflation? Singapore imports almost everything it needs. The Republic imports goods and services worth 150% of its GDP. That is a lot. And that means we will import inflation from abroad. Already, our official inflation rate is at a 10-year peak. There is a likelihood that prices will remain elevated for a while yet. For example, chicken rice, which cost you, say, $4 before, will probably cost you $5 now. There are no signs that supply chain issues will be sorted out anytime soon. No one knows how long the war in Ukraine will drag on putting upward pressure on commodity and energy prices. As for whether interest rates can battle inflation, the answer is yes and no. Interest rates are actually quite blunt instruments. They can be effective when price rise is driven by excessive demand. In other words, if there's too much money chasing too few goods. This was the case in the 1970s that you referred to just now. The Federal Reserve had to hike up its interest rates to well over 10% to tame inflation, which was rising at double-digit rates. But when inflation is a result of supply-side issues, such as supply chain constraints that we are seeing now, the war, or economic lockdowns as in China now, they can be less effective. So what have been some of our policy moves to date? Well, unlike other central banks, which are focused on interest rates and money supply, Singapore's Monetary Authority of Singapore maintains the strength of the Singapore dollar. It does so by maintaining the value of the local currency against a basket of currencies of our major trading partners. During the past two reviews, the MAS has raised the value of our currency against these other currencies. Then hmm, why is that? Well, simply put, it's just to ensure that imported inflation is tamed. 
I must say that for a nation which depends almost entirely on imported food, Singapore's inflation is still modest compared to many other countries around the world. The fact that wages here are also relatively high softens somewhat the impact of price rises for many households. Well, it looks as if we are going to have to live with elevated inflation for at least the rest of the year. Let's discuss what investors can do to mitigate the effects. How can they hedge against inflation? Well, given the global supply chain crunch, uh, the war in Ukraine, the lockdown in China, you know, which is the factory of the world, inflation looks likely to stay with us for a while. What can a consumer do? Well, first, simply reduce demand. Drive less, buy less. Go for cheaper local options. Yes, give yourself that treat, but try to moderate the spending. Consumers must look at their spending habits and see where they can trim some of their discretionary spending. Sushan, do you really need butter if you can do with margarine? Can you opt for house brand rather than a premium brand when you go to a supermarket? Instead of a holiday in Europe, perhaps a holiday in Phuket, Penang or Bali. Mm, then you have a point. Well, I have a holiday in Malaysia planned, so there you are. Yeah, I mean, that'll save you a lot of money. Also, inflation eats into your savings if inflation rate is higher than the interest you're getting on your savings. So try to hedge against inflation with investments, especially those that give you a good yield. S-REITs, for example, are a good option. Many have been sold down in recent months as interest rates started rising, but their yields still remain good. Also look at stocks which give you good dividends. If inflation is 5%, it means your savings is being depleted by 5% every year. You can mitigate this by ensuring you have an investment yield of at least 5%, if not more. Recently, several Tamasic-linked funds issued retail bonds that can pay between 3 and 5%. These are very safe bets for the average person to hedge against inflation. Agree, then. For myself, I'm pretty partial to REITs. The current average yields on REITs are just over 6%. This will give you a positive real return even above the inflation rate of 5.4% in April. I know that many experts say that REITs may suffer as they have to pay higher interest expense on their borrowings as, as rates rise. But, you know, most REITs also expand via leverage. But I reckon that this can be balanced by the higher rents that they can charge. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Let's get back to the conversation with my co-host and colleague Ven Srinivasan. Hey, so Ven, we've talked about inflation. Moving on to interest rates. With higher rates as well as ongoing inflationary pressures, what can we say to homeowners with a mortgage? Well, if you are a homeowner with a mortgage, the first thing to do is to speak to your banker. Find out if they are going to raise your mortgage interest and by how much. How is it going to change your installment plan? Do you want to revise the loan? Can you pay down a portion of the loan? Look at these options if you are a borrower with a mortgage. But maintain a sense of perspective. Even as interest rates rise, they are rising from a very low bottom from the past three years. At about 2-3%, to our mortgage rates are still lower than anywhere else in the world. But the bottom line is you must prepare for higher installment payments. 
Let's spend a couple of minutes on discussing recession now. It's an unlikely prospect, but in the event that growth drops off, how can investors prepare themselves for that scenario? Well, it's just too early to say if you're headed for a recession. I know many analysts, you know, uh, the more pessimistic ones point to a potential recession or maybe a stagflation. But, you know, there's still a lot of liquidity in the system. Companies are doing okay. The China lockdowns look to be easing now. Some of the supply chain crunch may be easing. But an economic slowdown is still a definite possibility. Recessions can have far-reaching consequences if it does happen. While prices of goods and services can come down, job opportunities can also reduce. In fact, in bad recessions, companies can lay off many staff. Many people lost their jobs during the 2008-2009 global financial crisis, which led to a recession. So, save enough for whatever is to come. On average, you should have savings of at least six months of your salary to tide you over a potential job loss. Ideally, you should have enough money saved to see you through at least a year without any income. To follow up on the savings points that you know Ven has made, take a hard look at your expenses and see where you can trim them. For example, the monthly subscriptions for the streaming services like Netflix or Disney, can these be renegotiated for a better deal? Do a quick check and make sure you don't have unused subscriptions on your various apps. These may be small sums. They can all add up. So the bottom line is, stay invested, as there are various investment instruments out there that can hedge against inflation. Review your finances, talk to your bank if you need to, the earlier the better, and keep an eye on those unnecessary expenses. All this should put you on a better financial footing. I'm Lee Su Shen. And I'm Ven Srinivasan. We hope you enjoyed this first episode of Invest Talk, a new series by the Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. If you'd like to read our columns, there are links in our podcast text description. Happy investing. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.